Hello, listeners. Hey, welcome to Dream Stories. Thank you. Hey, yeah, you too. Welcome to you as well. I appreciate it. And welcome to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, what's up? Well, we're back in town. We've we been traveling are. a lot. Yeah. We was it last time? Time before last, we had the remote podcast. That was fun. Yeah, we, we had, but we had just gotten back when we did that one. We yeah, we well the last oh, time, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. last time was uh, the interview with the call in. Um, yes, that's, that's right. right. So, that was awesome. It was. It was fun. It's fun, you know, just to hear back from people who were saying that they're listening regularly. It is really nice, isn't it? Because I mean, it was really cool uh, being out and away and speaking. Uh, and talking some on dreams, uh, just people saying, oh, I listen to your podcast, or can you help me with the dream? I listen to your podcast. And what was cool was some of the people who were able to pretty much understand their own dream without needing listen, somebody to help. Listen, when you walk into a session, maybe we're teaching somewhere or speaking, and you take some time to interpret dreams for people, and they say, before you, you just say, tell me your dream. They say, well, I have titled my dream such and such. Right. And we go, oh, you're listening it's awesome. and learning. You know, I don't know that we've ever really talked about that. So let's talk about titling. Titling a dream. Go ahead. Yeah, that's a great topic. So, uh, what you know, I mean, I think one of the things to do with titling a dream has to do with your initial feel for what the dream's about. It's, it's one of those places where... We give it, a, and when we say title a dream, we're talking about giving it a title like you would title a book or a movie or something like that. The thing that comes to mind to me is the cross of Bernini. Now, is that what you titled that dream, or am I just titling it now for you? Oh, I think we titled it the cross of Bernini when I had that dream. If you haven't heard us talk about the dream, there's a couple of episodes where we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so and I'm not saying we have listen. to go. Yeah, no, no, you can go back and listen to them. So, so we don't want to. It's hard not to repeat yourself. Sometimes we can't help it. There are certain elements that come in from other things, but that came to my mind because it was such a standout dream for you. It was, and and titling it really, you know, pointed us in the direction of what the dream was about. For those of you who haven't heard us talk about that dream, it was a long, it was an epic dream. One of those, it was really, really, really long. And it was an Indiana Jones style adventure type dream where I was searching for a treasure. And the treasure was the cross of Bernini. And, and Ber- you didn't know and who, I Bernini, didn't know who was. Bernini was. And, and titling it the cross of Bernini, even before we knew who Bernini was, was part of the reason I ended up looking up Bernini and finding out he was the father of Baroque artwork. Right. Which meant basically the whole dream was really about uh, uniquely pursuing destiny and purpose in a way that, that would you know be different from those around you but would have its challenges in the process. And that's what the whole dream was about. And that's kind of what Bernini's art style did. Which is really cool because when we went to Europe last year and we went through a lot of the museums that had um, a lot of the Renaissance painters and artists, you know, and to find sculptors who had sculpted all types of famous things that we had maybe seen before but didn't realize they were actually carved by. Some of them by Bernini. By Bernini. Yeah. And we saw an altar cross that he had uh, uh, designed. 
Which it was, was awesome. Yep, yeah, it really was. Anyway, so well, it's so, important to title your dream. Yeah, so titling a dream basically is your first impression from the Spirit of God speaking to your spirit about what the dream is about. And, you know, granted, sometimes we give them funny titles. Sometimes we give them just, you know, titles that are catchy and, and, and we, you know, help us remember things and stuff like that. But we should never ignore our imagination. Our creator is amazing and he can put something into our imagination before we think of it Mm -hmm. and that can be our first clue to what a dream means now i'm gonna ask you an honest question yes i'll give you an honest answer can you ask okay you don't normally say i'm gonna ask you a dishonest question okay i'm gonna ask you a question you answer honestly okay okay that's a better way of saying every single time you have a dream do you title it no, I don't. I know. Me neither. Yeah. yeah. But when I'm struggling with a dream, I always go back to that old pattern and that old habit that help, that I used consistently and regularly when I was learning to interpret dreams. I go back to that pattern and I title it. And it often, maybe even always, helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's very, very important, very beneficial. <clears throat> this... But, to go ahead. Go, no, let's just, uh, I, I don't know if that you know that that's not really our the topic we'd planned on for today, but it's it's a important topic because it's a good introductory piece of the interpretive process. Okay, I'm gonna take a drink of my Capri Sun, so give me a second. Oh, okay. Let me talk now for just a moment and and see. I think that helped cover my gulping sounds. Oh, yeah, the crickets. Mm-hmm. Thank you, crickets. Yeah, crickets. Crickets help. Okay. So while we were traveling, we had an opportunity to interpret some dreams. So yeah, some of our regular listeners, regular, gosh, that sounds so country. Some of our regular <laughs> <laughs> listeners um, in Washington you know, one of the young ladies gave me a dream, and she asked me a question. She said, I really, I think I understand most of the dream, but I, I need some help with a few elements, which I love also. I, you know, as much as I love interpreting dreams for people when it's a new thing, it can become, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but it can be burdensome sometimes when that's all people want. It, it is, and particularly when we're traveling a lot yeah. and we're weary, it can be hard. And yeah. sometimes you just have to tell people, now's not a great time. And we know thousands of people, and I'm not saying we're famous or anything, but everybody we're, knows we're hundreds and thousands of people. They just may not see them as often. And, but, you know, when you're uh, on Facebook, when you're on social media, when you're on Instagram, when you're on all these platforms, just like most other people, more people learn that you interpret dreams, and so they want you to interpret their dreams. And if anybody's listening, please don't hear what I'm not saying. But what we do love to do is to help empower people to, to be able to interpret their own dreams. So their I dreams. love helping people with their dreams. I'll say, I may not can interpret it for you, but I can definitely help you with some of the elements. So let's go through it. And in I fact, use it as a teaching. In fact, it's probably more likely that I'm tired and just want to give you some help and be done with it, you know, because of weariness for me to interpret the dream. And I'm actually more inclined to help someone work through their own dream unless we're doing lots of dreams at a time and then we kind of give them the interpretation and keep moving. 
to help right. as many people as possible. So For me, it helps me to talk through the dream before I can get the meaning of it. For you, you can hear it, and then you can give them. I think you're you. I think you have a gift to be able to do it. Whereas I kind of have to work for it. I would say, um, and the opposite is true of I, I'm definitely gifted to have dreams. Whereas you don't have. You don't remember your dreams you as much. You have more dreams and remember more dreams. Yeah. I interpret more dreams. Yeah, but I still think you Just are. Just from interpreting yours, I interpret you, well, way more. You do interpret more because you travel a lot more, and I don't I always know. go everywhere with you, and you do a lot of mentoring online and everything. That's true. But anyway, so, so I'm so, get, so I am getting to a point. Yeah, you're getting to a point. So um, this young lady said, "Well, I have, I have, I'm struggling with this one element," and she said, "Why?" So in the stream. She was her real age. Her daughter, who was about uh, just, I don't know, she's a young girl, um, was her real age, so their current age right now. But then some of the other people in the dream were young, like when they were children. They're adults now, but they were children in the dream. Well, and she said that people, didn't like make... Some of her family or different people, friends or things yeah, like that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you... You know, oh, you threw me off my track. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. So, okay, she said that didn't make sense to her that she would be in her real age, current age right now, but the other people in the dream were not, but they're adults. So that didn't make sense to her. And so many times when we're looking at timelines in dreams, you can just throw time out the window, can't you? I mean, it's not always something that's going to be consistent. Well, the thing you got to remember is in, in, in a dream, any of the dimensions, time, space, etc. Laws. Yeah, laws like, like. Gravity. Oh, yeah, laws of nature, right. Yeah, yeah, any of these things can be wonky. Is that a cool word or what? Wonky. It's a southern. I think it's a southern made-up word. It, it basically, for those of you not from the south, means it can just be out of kilter. Oh, that's kind of southern too, isn't it? Well, it's kind of like cattywampus. Yeah, good. Wonky, out of kilter, or cattywampus. Yeah. In other words, things may not be as they are in reality. Yeah. So you can build a house in a dream, and you could put the windows up first, then the roof then the foundation, then the walls, and it would not be anything unusual. It just is the way I you do it. I built a house dream. out of green beans one time in you a dream. You built a house out of green beans? Yeah. My gracious alive. I know. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool. It's weird for sure. <laughs> so, so things just, you can't expect things to be normal in a dream, but let's talk about, if in a dream, let's just talk about this element. If in a dream... Time is not normal. Okay, let's I'll, let's do my dream. Well, we're still talking about the other dream. We hadn't finished. Okay, all right. Then we can do your dream. All right, let's talk about the dream that this person had. So, um, the people were younger. What would it mean if you're your real age? And there's a dilemma in the dream. I'm just going to give because I, you know, right, you want to protect. The yeah, person yeah, in case exactly. Puts two and two and together. there's challenges in the dream, and she feels like. These younger children should be able to, shouldn't be young, that they should be adult-like. 
Do you do you do you want to expound on that, or do well, you want yeah, me to? No, since no. I heard the whole dream. Well, I could give you some general ideas, okay. and then and then you can talk about it in relationship to the dream. But any time a person is not the correct age in a dream, it's typically saying something either about something that they need to deal with from that time in their life, mm-hmm. or it may be saying something about a lack of maturity or greater maturity if they're older, you know, like a child who's an adult in a dream. Uh, they're maturing at a greater rate or things like that. So it'll have to do with maturity, issues from that time frame. Mm-hmm. It can also just be to do with characteristics they exhibited from that time frame in their life that maybe they've grown out of. Right. Or returning to something from that time mm-hmm. frame in their life. Maybe they were much more curious as a child than they are now. Or maybe they were much more studious than they are now, or much more joy in their life than they have now. So any of those things, it'll relate to something connected to that age or to the mental, physical, or emotional capacity that you would have at the age in the dream versus what you have right. in you know your natural age. There was an L, I mean, this was... Um a sad dream for this person. So, you know, when we had all the context there in the dream, you know, I was able to interpret it for her and help her with those particular symbols. And and what I said with to her is, is what you just said, which is it there there's an immaturity there. They have not yet matured to the place where you are. And and that's something to keep in mind is that is not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's it's, it's, it's just, revealing. It's, about, it's a revealing thing. W- it's a call to prayer. Yeah. And it, it can be just revealing because it's you get you may get frustrated with somebody because they don't do things the way you do and God might give you a dream showing you that they're at a different stage in their maturing process than you are so that you can understand right. where they're coming from better. Right. Or that they may not be moving as quickly as they should be, and you can pray for them. So there's always a, a reason that's filled with hope and mm-hmm. purpose for why you would see something like that. Right. It's not say, oh, this is a terrible person because they're just right, acting right. like a child. And, no, and I, I told, you know, one of the things I shared with her, this young lady is a born-again believer. The great thing is if if you're a, if you have this dream, that means I believe as a born-again believer that you are hearing from God, your creator, God, and he's telling you, I'm not surprised by this, and I am revealing and something so- to you that these people you're dreaming about are not yet ready to be at the same maturity level that you are. Well, you like you put, said, it's you not a bad thing. You expectations on them that you don't need to be putting on them because right. you misunderstand where they're coming from. And so not that it's okay for in this kind of an example for them to be immature, but it is where they are. Therefore, you can relate to them in a better way. Therefore, in other words, it's okay. We can you can understand how to handle things better right. by knowing this. Now, I want to make sure I'm not hearing something that you're saying, and I don't mean this in a negative way. But you know, we talk about how sometimes men have different languages and understand different things than we do. You said something like they may be immature. And I said they may not be as mature as you. To me, those are two different things. They are two different things. Okay. And and I'm not implying that one is the answer or the other is the answer for this particular dream because I didn't hear this dream. 
I'm just talking about right. generally when you see a different age bracket, it could relate to different levels of maturity mm-hmm. or just straight up to immaturity. Right. It, or, or uh, uh, you know, immaturity is a word that can have negative connotations. Right. And I don't That's want to fine. leave it that way. Right, right. Immaturity can mean if I'm supposed to be a college graduate and I'm still working on a high school level, Mm -hmm. that's immaturity. But it doesn't mean that a high school student is immature. Right. It just means you're not as mature as it would be expected for you to be. That's what I mean. Okay. I just want to make sure we were speaking the same language because there is a negative connotation sometimes to saying that someone is immature. You're saying, oh, they're so immature, you know. And so that's what most people think. And keep in mind, there's a difference too between someone who is childish and someone who is childlike. Absolutely. immaturity could be negative, but if I'm returning to a childlike state, some might perceive that as immaturity when in reality that's a very positive spiritual thing. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I think she took away really positive things from the dream. Yeah, and, and in I, terms of protecting her, we don't want to get into details, so right. it makes it really hard for me to be ha, be in the conversation, but it keeps me talking to you in the same way our listeners right. are hearing it because they don't know all the dream either. So Right. Okay. So now that... It was interesting because when she said that to me, when she says, how how can, why are they, why are these people not the same age as me when in real life they are older? And I, that week I had had a dream about one of our children. Oh, that's right. I remember that dream. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was a positive dream, but I want to, I, I want to share I the dream it for you. It was a yeah. Positive. So the dream was that one of our sons was, um, well, actually, I think several of our children were in the dream, and they were their normal age, except for one of them was not. He was younger, but he was so adorable in this dream. It just reminded me of him when he was like four or five years old. He was so cute when he was four or five. He's still cute, but anyway. (laughs) That's true. He's just big and cute. He is big and cute and has a big beard, but anyway. He he said to me, uh, well, in the dream, he's looking at me, and he's like, Mom, and he's just so excited, and he's in my face, and his eyes are really huge, and he's just full of life, and he's happy. And that's the way he was when he was younger. He's still that way in a lot of ways. But anyway, he was just happy. And and then it, when I woke up from the dream, I remember saying to you, I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I just had this dream about Jacob. What is this saying? I was like, because I said he was so full of life. The dream was full of color. It didn't seem negative to me. But, you know, does that mean he's immature? What is it? And well, you were that's like, because even the way we were talking a few minutes ago, it's really easy to jump to that right. conclusion that somebody's immature. And that's why I was careful to say it could be exhibiting qualities that relate to that age or different things. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was actually something completely different, which gives us a great illustration of how you can never just decide this is what a particular symbol or particular way things occur means. It means this because it meant this last time. That's not going to work. It's It it will work sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't work 100% of the time. We want to be sure we listen to the Spirit of God 
every time on every symbol, even if we think we've seen it before or we've heard it before. Right. And, I, you know, I want to be sensitive to our family. I don't want to just reveal every kind of dream I have about them. And, you oh, know, <laughs> I mean, if they say it's okay, I will. I didn't ask Jacob. I'll have to make sure he's okay with this. Um, but uh, I shared the dream with him and what what your interpretation was. And I was thankful for it. And what did you say the interpretation was? Well, I think the interpretation in that case was it was a new beginning. It was a fresh start on some yeah. things. And that's true in his life right now, it isn't is. it? He's, he's starting fresh in some things, some mm-hmm. new work things, some mm-hmm. new education things, some new... I mean, just a number of things in his life that are fresh start, just a kind of that clean slate, let's get moving again. Right. And he had been in a place of kind of on hold, figuring Mm -hmm. out what he was going to do with school, trying to figure out what he was going to do with work. I don't think any of those things were bad. They were just, it's where he was. Let's figure it out. And I thought it was a really cool dream because it came right at a moment in time when a lot of doors were opening for him. Right. Which is recently for us. A lot of he got a promotion at his work. Mm -hmm. You're right after, literally right after you had that dream. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. He got a promotion at his workplace. Mm -hmm. He's about to graduate from uh, college. Uh, You know, he's he's got all these different things that are are going on that say fresh start, new place. Things are about to be exciting again. Right. And, you know, when you're trying to figure things out and doors start opening, Having the joy of a child says you're in for a good ride. Things are going to, you know, this is going to be an awesome opportunity. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, you're full of expectation and everything's exciting. Oh, there, and that was in his eyes, you know, and he was just in my face so happy and ready. And it was like, almost like we're going to an amusement park and I'm, you know, he gets, couldn't be quiet and couldn't say enough, quick enough, yeah. you know. And so if I were to title that dream, I was thinking, what would I title that dream? What would you title that dream? Excitement for Jake, or Jacob's Excited. Jacob's Excited, which, by the way, is another great place to talk. I don't know that we've done this on the podcast either, the difference between an intrinsic dream and an extrinsic dream. Everything in that dream was about Jacob. Yeah, because I wasn't. You were just watching. You were not talking. You were not participating. You were I mean, observing I was there, and watching him. But he was him. in my face. But yeah, right. that was it. And that makes it an extrinsic dream. Mm-hmm. In other words, a dream that's about somebody else. Right. And you have more of those type of dreams. It's part of the nature of the way your gift in dreaming operates, and just the way your gifts in general operate. Whereas most people are going to encounter dreams that are about themselves. They are the center of attention. They are the heart of the dream. They are the core of the dream. They're what the dream is focused on. The, the, as the dreamer themselves. Uh, so it's not real common for most people to have extrinsic dreams. Most people have what we call intrinsic dreams yeah. about themselves. And that's not a bad thing. So I think it's important for folks to you know, listening to, to know this because we've talked about a couple of extrinsic dreams. When you have an extrinsic dream and you have a dream about something else, in this case you were able to go and talk to Jacob about it mm-hmm. because yeah. he's our son and that made it yeah. a little bit easier to do. But typically I tell people, don't feel like you've got to run, tell somebody what right. you dreams for them. That dream is probably for you to pray for them, to help them, to aid them, you know, behind the scenes, maybe without having to say anything, yeah. to just be a support and not run, tell them. You know, we, we got right. a biblical example of somebody running to tell a dream that got him in trouble, and that's Joseph. He had a dream about his brothers and what was going right. to happen. Oh, they I were dreamed do. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and we have a tendency to like to we do. do 
you know, sort of point out that our dreams are saying something that makes us look better. And well, so you want to be careful with that. You do. And you did a good job with that, by the way. I mean, I'm not saying you did something wrong. I just want right. everybody to recognize okay, thank that. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No so um, I shared the dream interpretation with Jacob, and I told him that you said it looked like it was like possible. It looked like new beginnings for him. Things are right. coming new for him, new things. And I shared that with him. He goes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was He liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, it was. So. And that's the key. If you're going to share a dream that's extrinsic with somebody, you want it to be an encouragement. If you discourage them or stress them out, you probably shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's really good to think about holding on to a dream before you share parts of it, like you were saying. Even like sometimes when we go and we interpret dreams for people, you know, we've had, okay, uh, one of my first dreams that we interpreted um, on the podcast was regarding, you know, something being revealed about a minister, you know. And I, I actually just said something to a minister, and I was like, oh, I dreamed this about you. And it was very telling, you know, and uh, very exposing, you know. But I, it was just a dream to me. I didn't know it was literally... Well had happened, you and know. And nobody ever told you you want to handle this carefully in case it might be revealing. Right. So you really want to be careful in honoring of people because um, you just don't know what uh, you may be encountering or what truth may have been revealed. And so um, I'm not saying that we don't need to act on it in some way. Right. But we may, because we won't, we don't know if things are actually true or not true or metaphorical sometimes, like a, we've said many times, until after the fact. Right, but prayer is a great way to act. Prayer is so good. And sometimes we even tell people when we're in a large room with people and we're interpreting dreams for people, we may say, we probably should say most of the time, if there's, you know, if you're going to share a dream, please give us the right to be able to say, Let's hold on to that one, and let's talk about that afterwards. And sometimes we'll do that even with a dream that doesn't even, <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's just a simple dream, but just not to single anyone out to be able right. to say, okay. Um, because sometimes it's revealing a very private thing, and they don't even know it. They're just spouting off this dream, you know. And really, it may be very telling. It could be telling about a lot of different things. It could be about their own spouse who's sitting beside them. And so, you know, you just want to handle those things carefully. And you'll have, you'll have prophetic people or people who may have never been trained in dream interpretation sitting there and they hear it and they go oh i know what that means you know and so that's why we say sometimes think about the dream do you really want to share it in front of a hundred people maybe you want to say this is something i might want to share privately well and the issue of age in a dream when it's not in the right place is one of those great examples of that that, because that's what we've been talking about because if perchance that age differential means a person is truly immature in that negative sense of things yeah. You don't need to be sharing that in front of everybody and then telling them. You don't want to go to that person you're dreaming about and say, well, you're just immature. That's what the problem right. is. It's not really going to help. <laughs> because if they're immature, they're probably not going to handle that very well. Someone told me one time, they said, why say, and I don't think this is true 100% of the time, but for the most part, why say something if you know it's not going to be received well? Yeah. You're much better off to pray. And some people say, oh, well, people need to be told things, you know. Not necessarily. 
I'm well, going to write a book think, one day and I already have the title for it. It's, it's going to be called Just Because You Can Doesn't Mean You Should. Ah, there you go. Well, and sometimes people need to be told something, but a person with proper authority and proper favor in their life is the one who needs to tell them. Right. And if you don't have those things, keep your mouth shut. Right. Basically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have another sip of my cup. Okay, well, you, 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 go ahead, you go ahead and do that. So I, I, I'm going to say this, too. Um, we've mentioned, you know, being out and about, and recently we've been in Washington State and down on the – I've been down on the east coast of Florida, around central Florida on the Atlantic coast, uh, doing dream seminars and doing dream, you know, workshops and things of that nature. And – if you, you know, we're closing out the podcast here, you know, t- today, but it, I just want to remind people, we've said it a couple of times, but if, if you're uh, listening to these podcasts and you happen to be, uh, you know, sort of a new listener and haven't connected with us in the past, don't know us in some way, uh, we're, we're constantly traveling and doing uh, dream things. We try and talk about them on the podcast, post them on our website, things like that when we're going to be somewhere. But if you're a leader and you want to do something on dreams in your area, let us know. Send us a yeah. message through our website or through Facebook and let us know. We, that's one of the things we do. We enjoy doing those things, doing uh, weekend seminars. We can do formal classes. We've even uh, done we've a one-day interest. We've just we've done a couple of hours at right. times. I did that in Florida recently. Yeah. Uh, so we love doing that kind of stuff, so get in touch with us. And the other thing you can do is to share this podcast. We have uh, almost doubled in our listening audience in the really? last month or so. We have, and uh, it's been very cool. And we mentioned it last time. That's not because of something we're doing. That's because you guys out there who are listening are sharing the podcast with others, and we, we really appreciate that. That's a that's a big plus for us. We It makes us feel that we're doing something that's worthwhile. Yeah. And so comment, share, uh, rate us on the podcast services. All those things are huge helps to us. Drop us a note on Facebook. Let us know topics you're interested in. Right. You can go to the Dream Stories page on Facebook and uh, leave a comment and just say, hey, I'd love for you to talk about this sometime on the podcast. You can comment on the podcast or you could just post on that Dream Stories page yeah. and say, hey, would you talk about this sometime? We love hearing from you. I love talking about things people want to learn about. It's a great opportunity. So let us know that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, because sometimes we don't have like this long list of things we're going to talk about. We just might be having a conversation with someone like I, we did a few weeks ago, and out of it came a topic. So. Yeah, and I had a great conversation last week with uh, some folks in Florida that – Maybe next time or time after we can do uh, some things that happen in one of their dreams. That's really where most of our topics come from. Somebody asks a question or somebody yeah. sh- shares a cool dream, and we run with it. Yep. So lots of fun. So, But that's all our time for this time on Dream Stories. So we will say, as I always do, until next time, keep dreaming.